0: On the record, on, on News Talk. Hello, you're very welcome back to On the Record. Richard Chambers sitting in today. Now, as we speak, a NASA spacecraft is rocketing towards the sun after launching this morning on a mission to get closer than anything ever sent before. We're joined now by Leo Enright, who's a space commentator and enthusiast, to talk about this <laughs> and about wider developments in space because it's been a bit. Yeah, a week in the, whole, in the whole space industry, if you want to call it that, Leo.
1: I've hardly slept. It's been <laughs> that sort of a week, I must say. We've a, a lot happening and a lot coming up.
0: Yeah. Let's talk about the one closest to home first, about NBO, because this is about an Irish discovery that's making, you know, the, the, the idea of solar probing more possible.
1: Yeah, I think it's important. I, I'm delighted to see that Emmett Ryan has a piece uh, in the Business Post today about EnBio. Um, because it's, it's very relevant to this morning, mm. the launch by the Americans of a solar probe that's going to go uh, within six million miles of the sun, which seems like a lot, but it's actually very, very close. Uh, going that close to the sun is obviously dangerous. And the reason that the Americans are only doing it now, they say this mission has been in planning for 60 years, mm. is because they didn't have the technology. Now, they say they've developed the technology. Europe has also been racing over the past 60 years to develop the technology. And our solar probe is ready for launch in January. Right. Now, in Ireland, the obvious answer to how do you protect a spacecraft from the sun is you're clever. You go at night exactly that's but my... <laughs> if you you
0: stopped me for a second and I was if, like if yeah, you
1: can't yeah. go at night which you obviously can't uh-huh. <laughs> um, then you need a coating and right. the Europeans discovered to their horror that the coating that they'd been working on for years didn't work and that is that's, a, a discovery all right yeah. and that's where and bio comes in they saved the day because they had been quietly here in Ireland working on a coating of, hardly the word for it this a is heat sort of this shielding, is an amazing yeah. technology where they've taken pigment bone pigment and they've basically combined it it's, they don't just layer it they combine it with titanium it's it's a magi- it has magical properties almost uh, and it has been used for years in the medical devices industry mm. but suddenly EnBio became involved in the space program because the Europeans got to hear about this the sting in the tail this is a long story yeah. to, to a punchline. But line. it's fascinating alright, yeah. Long story to a punchline. This pigment that they discovered here in Ireland actually was a rediscovery because it's the same pigment that was used by our ancestors in the caves I- in France to draw on the caves. Nice. It's the same charcoal. So it's it's really is a case of back to the future. Great piece in the Sunday Business Post. I do recommend it.
0: Fascinating stuff. We'll, we'll recommend that all right as well here. I mean, it is, you know, a, a sort of a case of what goes around, comes around. But when it comes then to the, this, this NASA thing and sort of, you know, reaching for the sun in the first place, What's the
1: purpose of that? Well, I'm glad you asked me because it does sound a bit esoteric, but it is nothing of the sort. Are we,
0: I mean, are you blasting millions of dollars into space just to see it burn up a little bit?
1: Well, first of all, we don't blast the money into space. Take the European mission, yeah. for instance. Uh, it, according to the Business Post uh, and Bio think that they could have 60 jobs, if I recall correctly from the piece, 80 jobs right. um, out of their European Space Agency. So the money doesn't go into a into a wheelbarrow onto a spaceship. It's blast <laughs> And blasted into the sun. Okay, it's that's spent, me told. It's spent here on Earth, and some of it is spent in Ireland, in Clonmel, mm. and in Dublin. the The purpose of this is we we know remarkably little about the sun, and there is a real danger. Uh, that one day, in fact, it's certain that one day there will be a huge explosion on the surface of the sun. We've seen them before, but never in the modern age. Mm. One of these huge eruptions would kill everything. Uh, sorry, I better not use that word. It would knock out everything electrical on Earth. Okay. So we could be in a situation if there was a storm today It could take three to five years to restore full power in Ireland, for instance. Well, we'd be fairly screwed then, wouldn't we? We would be back in the Dark Ages, almost literally. Mm. So the purpose of these missions, which they are racing to get into orbit now because they finally have the technology, the purpose is to understand the sun so we can predict these events, these catastrophic events that haven't happened since the 1850s. If another one of these events happens, hopefully we'll get a few weeks warning, maybe, in which case there's the time for the ESB and others to prepare Their systems to protect them from the huge impact.
0: Okay. So, how long is it going to take? If you're saying NASA sent this thing up there today, how long does it take to get to its destination? whatever, six million miles away from the Sun. OK,
1: so it's going into a very, very elliptical orbit, an egg-shaped orbit, which comes out actually beyond Venus. Mm. So it's it's going to be a very long orbit, about six months it takes to orbit the Sun. It only spends a very small period of time in close. Now, by in close, I mean this thing, American probe, is actually going to fly through the coronosphere, the atmosphere of the Sun. Now, That's mind boggling because Mm. the atmosphere, the coronasphere, is what you see during a total eclipse. You've seen photographs. You may even have seen an eclipse where you can. It's the only time that we humans uh, can stand on Earth with our own eyes and see the coronasphere. The idea that a spacecraft is going to fly through this part of the sun is very, very exciting. Okay, can we talk about Space Force? Oh, yes. <laughs> this,
0: is, this is fascinating to me. So Mike Pence and Donald Trump. Donald Trump has talked about this before, but Mike Pence announced on Thursday that, that a new US military branch dedicated to fighting wars in space is, is coming. What is Space Force, Leo? What does it look like to you? What do you when you, when you envisage, envisage this Space Force and, and, and sort of a military branch of, of the American army or, you know, of the US military, what exactly will they be carrying? What exactly is that going to be made up of then?
1: The, the big worry uh, is, f- first of all, I should preface all of this. Uh, this is a spoiler. Mm. I personally don't think the Space Force will actually happen in the way that it is currently envisaged in Donald Trump's mind. Mm. Um, if it were, it would be worrying because it would amount to a further increase uh, in the militarization of outer space, which is banned under international treaty Um, in certain respects, uh, and is a real worry. Uh, The Americans, the Chinese, and the Russians have all been testing anti-satellite systems to blow up other people's satellites. Mm. Uh, a, A space force that is dedicated to attacking other people's spaceships is not a good thing. At the same time, like some of what Donald Trump comes up with, there's a grain of truth at the core of it, Uh, There certainly is an issue that we in Europe are concerned about, the Americans are concerned about, that the Chinese and the Russians are developing extraordinary capabilities in space very quietly and under the radar, uh, almost literally. Mm. So there is a need for a response. The Europeans are looking at how to protect their satellites from interference. Uh, in the past, certainly we would never have worried about the Americans interfering with our satellites, but that uh, that, may, never know, that yeah. calculation may have changed. Is Donald Trump, here's a question for you, is Donald Trump good for space?
0: Because he seems to have this... You know this fascination with boosting American capabilities militarily or aeronautically, and I suppose he's the he's the type of guy. And it's been said by many people close to him that if you suggest something to him, like th- he's he's always the biggest supporter of the last great idea he's heard. Do you think that he could be good for space exploration? I mean, people have been talking about going to Mars for years and years and years. Do you think he might be the man to, to finance that particular mission?
1: Well, I don't see him uh, getting America to Mars. There isn't time mm. in uh, in his hope. Well, in his possibly short tenure. Um, However, uh, it's a really good question. Uh, Trump is one of the things the first things Trump did was he appointed Mike Pence to a National Space Council that had had been uh, quiet for many, many years. Um it's not the first time a U.S. president has appointed his vice president to run the space program. Mm. John F. Kennedy did it with Lyndon Johnson just after he announced he was going to the moon. So it's certainly interesting that the vice president is taking a very front uh, view of this. M- the worry of people here in Europe would be that the uh, increasing emphasis on the military applications of space of space exploration um is is a negative uh, also, the uh, fundamental uh, policies of the Trump administration, particularly on climate change, mm. are very, very bad, frankly, uh, for the whole business of earth monitoring, uh, climate monitoring by satellite, so much so that the last time the Americans wobbled on climate change about uh, ten years ago uh, under george w. Bush, Europe decided we couldn't trust the Americans anymore to do the climate monitoring so we now do are the wor- we're the world leaders with with many Irish uh, uh, institutions involved in the European GMES system The well, it's a global monitoring system for environment uh, and also incidentally for security so it has some dual
0: use All right,
1: Fascinating stuff my thanks to Leo Enright space commentator and enthusiast we were
0: talking about the sun there let's talk about some more stars after the break Donald Fallon is in with the Hidden Hidden History of pioneering Irish sportswomen. On the record, on the record. News Talk.